warning. What you will see in the movie Pieces cannot be revealed, cannot be described, cannot even be imagined. And you don't have to go to Texas for a chainsaw massacre. Pieces, it's exactly what you think it is. Pieces, absolutely no one under 17 will be admitted. Dan's Driving Double Feature presents Pieces and Pieces, a minute-by-minute-ish podcast. This is episode 12. Hey, everyone. We are we are about at the halfway point of... Well, we'll, we'll get past the halfway point during this episode of J.P. Simon's Pieces, 81, 82, 83. You take your pick. Super fun slash... Well, you know what it is by now. I think if this is your first episode listening... I don't go minute by minute like I would normally do in a podcast like this. I am actually going sort of scene by scene, chunk by chunk. And in this one, we are going, we're covering minutes 42 through 46. We are starting off with the arm gal, the dancing gal, dancing, as the killer is kind of looking in on her, and it's presumably late at night. And we end with Kendall and the two cops finding her armless body in the elevator and the one cop throws up and Kendall yells you know um there's a phone in the janitor's office and that's that's more or less the way we are I know the the end of that line with the janitor's office goes technically into minute 47 I'm not going to split hairs we'll call it to minutes 42 through 46 in the first second or two of minutes 47 so that that's what this one covers I'm going to play a little clip of this and then we will be I'll be right back <laughs> So in sort of a mirror of the previous scene with the arms gal, uh, she's dancing, but she danced with the crowd, and then she's followed by the killer down several flights of steps. She even, um, she, the, the door where the friend jumps out at her and they go into the door and kind of the killer loses her previously. This time the door either seems to be locked or she doesn't, she reaches the door, kind of puts her hands on it, and then immediately turns away from it. Maybe it's hot, maybe there's a fire behind it, I don't know, but she turns away very quickly and goes down another hall and if you've seen it and i imagine you have she winds up eventually at an elevator and someone she knows we know it's the killer arrives at the elevator scares her but she's hello sir uh i didn't see you there you scared me they both go in the elevator he's got a chainsaw behind his back eh. and then he cuts her arms off uh her screams alert kendall and two cops who break into the building how is she going to get out if the cops couldn't get in the building how was she going to get i don't know um uh, there are a couple of questions about the layout of the building and about what she's doing and about what's going on um and that yeah it ends with them finding her body in the elevator and like i said cop throwing up and there's a phone in the janitor's office um most of this period is spent in in more or less one long shot intercut occasionally with the killer somewhere or other i mean Watch, watch the scene and try to map out where that. I mean, like when the killer, when she leaves the 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 rehearsal dance room there, and the killer reveals where he is. One, it's super cool. Two, it's 
disorientating in a, in the, in the best possible way, and and three, it makes one think. Are there like three or four guys in like dark suits with chainsaws creeping around? Or maybe not everyone creeping around has chainsaws. I don't know, but it's it seems like if you're watching it, it's like how many people are creeping around this building that only seems to have her in it, which is weird because these those rehearsal buildings, what I remember, were pretty much open like all night long. You know, people rehearsed all night long. You didn't you didn't lock people in. I think you probably had a key or something like that at one point if you if you were working in there. But the, but the thing is, like when they get to the door to open it, it's those like gates, you know, that you you, you like pull in front of like a storefront, you know, and lock up, kind of thing. They're not they're not the sort of it's not like a door that you open and close. You know, you actually need generally like a key, which is weird because Kendall is like, I'll sneak in the window and I'll open the gates for you. Although. And there's a window just wide, like he pushes wide open, and he knows it's open. I love it. That's why. That's why it's Kendall. That's why we love Kendall. And he goes in, and he apparently lets them in. We don't see him let them in, the cops in. Um, but apparently he does. I don't know. We need a key, but somehow he's able to go to the other side of this gate thing, where presumably you still need a key, and open it up. But maybe there's a latch or something on the other side. I. Uh, that doesn't really make much sense, though. If, it's it's one of those, you know. So it has like the. Um, you, 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 you know it's not it's not like a solid wall gate thing it's like it's like one of those gates like um like in the elevator you know when she opens up the door really weird elevator where she opens up like this glass door and there's one of those like you know those metal elevator doors you know that like with uh, like the um not triangles you know um you know squares rectangle you know the, all the little shapes in them and everything sort of like a lattice work sort of um gate um thing and that's what's blocking the door that the cops can't in, get in through and it's funny that he'd run to the other side and be able to let them in when he says they need a key because all those little sets wouldn't you be able to put your hand through and do whatever it is i mean like, if, if Kendall's just running to the other side of it and just, like, flicking a switch or something on the opposite side of the gate, couldn't they just put their hand through one of the holes and, and do whatever it is he's doing? He shouldn't, they shouldn't be able to do that, is what I'm saying. They should have used a locked door rather than a gate. Now, is that nitpicking? Of course it is. Is that what we do in a podcast like this? You're damn right. Now, it does start off with her dancing, and I... And, and again, in the previous minute we saw, she's on like a third floor, fourth floor, something. We see the elevator later on. It says there are five floors in this building. But we'll talk about the confusion there. Um, but that makes sense. I would think when she, I would think she was on the third or the fourth floor. I think there's one floor above her, so presumably she's on the fourth floor, I guess. I don't know. But, um... I don't know. So, uh, anyways, um, so yeah, she's dancing, and you see just, you know, the silhouette of the, um, the head of the, um you know, killer watching her through the little pane of glass, and I did wonder at first, like, where's the window? There's no window in that room. Uh, there seems to be a window in that room. I was wrong. Although there seems to be, but look, look, at, there's one point she's dancing, and there's like a window on the far left, and like the wall has it like a corner, like in the middle of the room, there's like a corner, uh, the, the uh, like, not just in the corner of the room, but there's a corner within the corner, within the room, there's a corner, like in the middle of the, you'll know it when you see it, and there seems to be another window there, which doesn't make sense, because what we saw was just one, like, window facing out, there was nothing on a corner, there was no other window to the left of that window, which is weird, so there is a window there, but it doesn't seem to be right, now she dances a bit, and she's finding she's dancing to, um, yeah, I told you what she was dancing last time. And I'm not going to go into that. In the in the Spanish version, she's obviously dancing to sort of more bum, ba, da, 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 type music. Um, and 
this time she just seems to just seem to be dancing to sexy music. You know, they're just dancing to sexy music. And maybe she is. Maybe it's a very sexy musical she's training for. But she's clear. She's clearly not doing aerobics. If she's here by herself, that she's clearly dancing is what she's doing. So they, I don't think they were doing aerobics in the previous. So I'm going to go back and erase that 15 minutes a couple episodes ago when I talked about whether there was aerobics or dancing. Although it does look like aerobics. Okay, never mind. And she yeah she dances around a bit and um, the. Um, you know, I'm a I'm a I'm a leg guy. I like the legs. I like the legs and the tights and the stockings and everything. But there is one moment where she like she's like rolling on the ground and she throws her leg up in the air. And the Blu-ray, I think maybe there's a little too much high def. If you're looking in one particular spot, it's like hey, no, hey, it's not flattering, as I guess what I'm saying. But she's lovely, regardless. The majority of this two, three, four, five, five minutes is one of two things. It's her getting dressed while we keep cutting to the killer somewhere or other and she realizes that something, someone might be there and she's trying to get out of there quickly. She doesn't seem to be going particularly fast. She kind of takes off her shoes and then she takes off her leg warmers and then she puts on her jeans and then she puts back on her shoes and then she puts on her coat and then she forgets to turn off the light. And then, and then, like I said, we see her more or less cover the exact same ground, like go down two flights of stairs, go by that door again, the exact same ground she covered last time, and then she winds up at the elevator, which we'll talk about in a moment. So, uh, one of my favorite creepy moments in the film uh, occurs in this in this uh, block of, of minutes, and that's when she leaves the room, uh, because what we see in the room is. Um, you know, one wall is, you know, one wall is the wall with a door on it that has, a, you know, a, a, like a bench up against it and a piano. Another wall is all mirror. Another wall is that, 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 that wall with the however many windows that is. Another wall is one that has, like, the um, the bar all the way along it that she has, like, a boombox. Uh, is plugged into a, a outlet there. And one of my favorite moments in pieces, which I would, I would actually now love to see it paint and scan to see if this was confusing to watch this shot because she turns off the lights now we've been on this one long shot that gets intercut with shots of the of the killer um for about like two minutes it's her getting dressed and so she gets up she grabs her bag she turns off the light the moment she turns off the light everything goes dark and then and just a little like blue light shining through um that little window uh, on the door uh about two seconds later, or less, the door opens. She steps outside. As the door is closing, that's on the far left of the screen. As the door is closing, on the far right of the screen, all of a sudden, light begins to spread. And you realize that there was a door there. I always forget that that door is there. Um, I've watched this scene three times for, to talk to this, to talk to this about you, to talk to you about this. And uh, I, I could see there was something there you know after the first time but when that door opens it's so creepy one because it's like you, you didn't know the door was there two you think why is there a door there and three you think how did he get there is that connect to the next room is he so he was just watching her and then he just went in the next room but then we keep seeing him like we keep seeing his feet like going downstairs and stepping through doorways and things like that if he was just looking in the room and he just went like if you're facing the door from inside the room, he just went like to the right, like 
10, 15 feet and went to the next room. Why do we see him like walking all over the place? I mean, maybe that's why she hears him so well because it maybe it's supposed to be empty and all of a sudden she hears someone like in the next room or nearby. She can't make out exactly what it is. Maybe she doesn't know the door is there either. But I always find that'd be a very disconcerting moment when that door opens because for a split second, I think that we're in a different space. Uh, now we're not. The killer, you know, leaves the door open and goes through the door she just came out of um why he didn't just stay like hidden in the hallway or something or i guess he heard her go through the door through the door he was i don't know but but he, regardless of the practicality of it it's a really great moment and if you don't know it's coming and obviously i just ruined it for you forget forget what i've just said if you don't know it's coming and even if you do know it's coming it's like a moment of wait what's it's, it's like one of those disconcerting moments you're like well wait what's happening where am i looking what's going on am i still in this are we still in the same spot what's oh oh i okay and i just love those little those little disconcerting moments um in the world of cinema i mean i always think right off the top of my head i just thought like the ending of wreck with the reporters at the top of the apartment building and she sees the like the thing in the hallway and you're like looking at it going what what am I looking at? What's going on? Or I just watched um, the taking of Deborah Logan with the woman with Alzheimer's. And there's a sequence near the end of that where she kidnaps a little girl and uh, they find her, like the daughter, her daughter and like a cop find her with the little girl. And she's doing something that you just like, and you only see it for a split second. And it's like, did I just see what I thought I saw? Oh my goodness. And and sometimes you get lingering moments. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you have to figure them out yourself. Another version I use, and this this just came out on Blu-ray. I need to pick it up. Murder by Decree. The scene um, where they kidnap the young woman. And you kind of hear her screaming and strange noises. I've, I've used this example before. And the camera like floats down like an alleyway. And into like a space where there are a bunch of like shop and shops and building small you know in, in like an alleyway like a you know a victorian london kind of alleyway and you can just see the cameras floating towards this kind of like pane of glass that's kind of frosted so you can only see shapes behind it but you can hear noises and the camera gets closer and closer it's like ah what's happening what am i what's going on this obviously isn't quite that but but it's just these, these i love just these great moments that our gentle films have a lot of these um just these great moments where you're sitting there watching going wait a minute am i seeing what i'm seeing is this doing what it's doing right mm, yeah so it's, it's a great moment and it's a surprising moment because you didn't know the door was there and then and then but i I would actually love to see it on a pan and scan now to see if it's as effective because in my mind because the the door is is pretty much over um yes I'm going to uh, rewind real quick and just see if I can get to that yeah the because the door is over on the yeah on the far left I'm just watching it again boy she I mean here's here's the thing like so they have Brasso Sangue um horrible um not horrible music uh, horrible um uh, uh absurd Anthropophagus to Monster Hunter um that music uh, music from that is playing while she's getting dressed and it does try to add some semblance of suspense until she turns off the light there really isn't any and even when she's being chased through the hallway because we saw her do this earlier not she was a little bouncier and happier there and there were friends there it's it's a it's a little bit scarier than it was but um um it's it's you you can't in in the previous scene you could sort of see that the killer was behind her but here it's just like he's in so many different places at once and when he actually does find her at the elevator it's like how the hell did he get there 
And and you suddenly realize, so, so wait a minute, so he must have known she was going to the elevator. And so maybe when we see him, we think he's following her and she thinks he's being followed. He's actually taking maybe a different route to get to the elevator because like she comes at the elevator from one direction and then he comes at it from another with a chainsaw hidden behind his back, which is not easy to do. So it's a little... It's a little odd, but the whole layout of this this place is odd. But yeah, there's so so I'm I'm just looking at it right now because she turns off the lights and and over way on the far left is that little blue square and that closes and over way on the far right. I'm I'm just trying to think. I ha- like I haven't seen a pan scan version of this in ages, but I'm wondering if because I I think they could have probably had. Because everything is not, not quite at the edge of the front. I'm just thinking, was it as effective? Would they have had to have, in order, you know, would they have had to pan and scan from the little window that she goes through over to the right a little to see him coming in? Or would they have been able to keep the door, window and the door image on the far left and the door opening on the far and keep it all in one frame? Or would they have to have had to, to sort of, scan around within the image to get everything to work because that would have been far less effective i think um maybe still cool but but confusing so yeah if, if anyone has a pen and scan of pieces sitting around have a look at that and just tell me how they did that shot because i think they could have probably i don't know i honestly don't know it's tough to tell well that's a great job uh so yeah and then unfortunately she gets killed and he he chops her arms off and it's pretty gory and and she screams a lot and kendall is fixing his bike and catches up with the cops and it's great because i don't don't know i mean the cops i don't think they're meant to be bumblers but um you know they're they're like just just watch the just watch how like the, the cops keep trying to do things and kendall has to either keep correcting them or get them to do things the right way you know so he's like um you know, uh, well, first it's the, you know, that's, it's Christ, it's locked, it's locked, the gate. Well, going through the window, and then he's able to get in through the window, and then he's able to let them in. Come on, this way, and he knows exactly which way to go. And they, like, go to one spot that they can't get into, and then they go to this elevator. Come on, come on. And then he keeps saying, come on, a lot, and then the elevator opens, and they see the body, and the one cop throws up, and it's told to go off the phone, and it ends. But I love how, I love, too, how the, these, these cops seem like they don't, I, I, I imagine they're cop cops rather than like security guards because if they were security guards they should know their way around the building and and there's a feeling like when he yells go, you know there's a phone in the janitor's office you saw how inept they were trying to get into the building and get around the building how is he going to find the janitor's office I mean just just pulling down the hall isn't going to help anyone and and so so I foresee it's going to take a long time before that guy gets to the phone I wonder why um wonder why Kendall doesn't run to the phone. Wouldn't the cops be the ones to stay with the body? Because, although, having said that, I can see something happening where, like, um, if Kendall ran after it, the one cop would be kind of... So Kendall's running to the janitor's office to use the phone. The one cop is kind of keeled over from throwing up. And the other cop is like, hey, Steve, you doing all right? Oh, yeah, Ron, I'm just feeling a little... Oh, hey, the elevator. And I think the elevator's going back up to the top. Damn it, it's going all the way up to the top. It's got a body in it. We can't... And I can see, like, some poor teacher, maybe some old... Uh, cleaning woman or something like on the fifth floor all right i'm all done for the night let me just get in the elevator and ah uh that would be funny but that's not what happens so well, yeah kendall shows up kendall yeah happens to be there and hear this i mean she screams pretty good i mean it's not quite it's not quite like in that um uh is it the 
is it the Hungarian translation sketch in Monty Python where the in the uh, where the guy yells for the police and then you see Graham Chapman is out on a street dressed as a cop and he suddenly he hears something and he starts running towards the noise and he runs down like five streets over the course of like a minute and then <laughs> rushes into the chemist all right what's all this then uh, it's not it's not quite like that where like he's just he just hears this like his spidey sense goes off and he hears this scream and he comes running but surely more people would have heard this scream if she screams so loud that Kendall who doesn't seem to be really nearby um comes running mm. and i do like to i do like the room too it's not you know there are rooms like the 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 room where the puzzle is that's clearly i think a set but this is not this is an actual like one of these rehearsal rooms now like i said why she's in it so late if they're locking everything up is she able to get out and then okay let's let's discuss this and then i'll wrap this this up uh what am i going to say yes here get this so we see that she seems to be on, I would say, the, if it's if the, the elevator, like I said, says five floors. I'm thinking if that window matches, she's on the fourth floor. Maybe she's on the fifth floor. Fourth or fifth floor? I'm going to say fourth floor just because there seems to be one more floor above the windows where she's in. So she's on the fourth floor of this building. We see her go down two, well, she has to go down two flights of stairs because in the previous scene, she goes down two flights of stairs and then goes to that door of the room that she goes into. And this part, she passes that door. So she goes down at least two flights of stairs, maybe more, makes it to this elevator, is about to push the button on the elevator when a hand reaches in and pushes the button a uh, fourth floor. And we see like one through five and then like basement, there might be lobby, I forget. Hits fourth floor. The elevator arrives. She opens it up, steps inside. The killer hesitates, even though he was the one to push the button. He steps inside. Then he stops it between floors, kills her. Then presumably puts the arms in a sack, gets the hell out of there, and just leaves the elevator with her in it, wherever it is. I'm wondering if she was on the fourth floor. She, she, we saw her go down at least two flights of steps. So let's say, let's say, let's say she got to the second floor. Maybe we didn't see another flight of steps she went down or something like that. I'm not 100% sure what floor she is on when she gets on that elevator. Presumably not the fourth floor. And not the fifth floor either. Um, because I think... Well, because we see... No, wait a minute. What? Presumably she's not on the fifth floor. Um, because she's been going down steps and down steps. Um, I would think she's not on the ground floor because then she'd go out. But but let's let's say she's on the first floor or 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 the second floor. Now how the killer knew exactly where she'd be, I, I can't say. But that's one of the things that killers do and and did and do and uh, will continue to do in slasher films. That's one of the reasons why we love them. They're so goofy. But there's something about and you you can see exactly where I'm going here. So if she's on the fourth floor. That's a guess. She runs on two flights of stairs. Maybe she's another. So let's say she's on the second floor or the first floor. She runs to an elevator. She doesn't push the button. But the killer does for the fourth floor, where she just came from. She gets in the elevator. He gets in the elevator with her. And they go up, presumably up, to the fourth floor. Now, why does she do that? Why is she going back up to the fourth floor? Maybe, did she forget something? There's no sign that she forgot something. It looks like she's rushing out of there as fast as she can. So why is she going back up to the top almost of the building? That doesn't make any sense. The only thing I could think of was she kind of 
the the room with the elevator she kind of comes in through um this is going to sound weird but watch it uh she's running down hallways and hallways and hallways and going down steps and steps and steps and then she sort of comes through this um uh i this, this is not going to be quite right um i'm just gonna see if i can see it here uh there it is okay and she kind of yeah she's running through hallways and she goes into like a room which I, I don't know where that is exactly. And then she kind of steps out of a doorway into a room that looks like it could be like, it. I, I don't even know. Things are things are flashing, so I guess those are windows there. Um, but but it looks it almost looks for a second like she's running out into like a like a parking garage for a second. But I don't think she is. Um, she's going to this strange glass elevator, and I am wondering if. This is the only thing I can think of, and then I'm going to stop. This is the only thing I can think of that, to me, makes sense, but you don't actually see it happen, I'm guessing. It is a college campus, and I know that, like, several buildings um, in the college I went to, they were sort of buildings that were close in some ways could be connected, you know. Um, uh, oh, even even when I was in grade school, St. Margaret Mary School, um, you had the church, and then uh, next to it you had the um, the rectory. And there was actually, um, there, there was actually like in between the church and the rectory, there was like a covered sort of path where you could just cross from the rectory directly into the church. But if you were in the know, or if you were in the choir, um, you would practice over in the rectory. And then, so you wouldn't be walking through the church, there was actually an underground tunnel that went between the rectory and the church. So you could get from the rectory of the church by going underground. In the same way, I had a very wealthy friend in grammar school, John Josh, good guy. I think I've mentioned him before. His grandmother had a house, huge house, and big, big pool in the background. And one of those houses where they had a huge house, and then they had like a smaller, like guest house next to that, which is twice the size of the house I live in. And in order to get to the guest house, you would you know, you'd either, there was an entrance from the street, or you could, you know, leave the main house on the property and walk to the guest house. But also, the basement of each house, they were connected, the basements, were, it was one big basement. So if you went in the basement of the main house, it was filled with um, pinball games and video games and all sorts of fun, those old bowling games where you'd slide the silver disc along, and it, it, oh, great, great times. And you'd and if you walked from one end of the basement cellar to the other, there was a door. And if you opened the door, there were steps. And if you went up the steps and through another door, you were in the guest house. So, so I am wondering if she has left some, I mean, she, I don't think she's underground. Well, she could be. If I'm wondering if she has left one building somehow. And, and that's why it kind of looks strange, like that door she comes out of. Maybe if she left one building and she like uh, um is now in another i mean like when she throws that door open to get in the room with the elevator she looks behind her in terror like someone's after her when the killer is actually like in the room she's about to enter i don't know how he doesn't she doesn't see him but so i'm wondering if at some point now now it still doesn't make any sense why going to the fourth floor but i'm wondering if some point like she ran down and there was maybe some sort of connecting walkway i mean you've seen them buildings on either side of the street with like a walkway above the 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 the, the street or something like that like hospitals do, do have that um so i'm wondering if yeah if if we didn't see it but maybe she ran inside 
she ran some through some sort of tunnel or, or some walkway or something from one building, and now she's in another building where she has to go to the fourth floor to do something. I don't know. Um, clearly, the killer's been keeping tabs on her if he knows exactly what floor she's going to. And um, uh, but it does. It does, nothing else makes sense in this scene uh, unless that happened, or uh, or unless she forgot something and she has to go back. But it doesn't look like she forgot anything. So. So that's my theory, and I'm sticking by. She runs from the building she's in to another building, and on that building she needs to go to the fourth floor, and the killer gets her. Um, and that's how the killer knows to be there, because he knows that she's going to go there, so he's able to get to that space before she does. Okay, I'm going to wrap it up there. That's good. So, unfortunately, Arms Girl is is gone, and her arms are gone. So the killer now has the head he's got the head right yeah he's got the head and he's got the uh chest right yes and the arms and so we'll see more puzzles getting put together soon um maybe we'll see some more kendall maybe we'll see some bruce lee no not that one um so yeah that, that's the end of episode 12 folks sorry that i went on so long about that but it just um I, I know it kind of fascinates me how, how nutty that is and how it's something you you, you never really... Th I mean, like I said, I've watched this film a dozen times or more over the past 30 years, and, and that never occurred to me until I was watching it here. What the hell's going on? So, um, yeah, that that is episode 12. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And um, if you're listening, these episodes I'm going out one a week, um, but I told myself that when I passed the halfway point, I was going to take a week off. So if you're listening to this beyond mid-July of 2020, this is now June 27th, 2020. If you're listening past mid-July, that's not going to matter to you. But if you're listening to this around the end of June, start of July, I'm taking a week off. That'll be July 4th weekend. So I will uh, talk to you all soon. Be good to yourself and listen to this.